Live from Nashville, Tennessee, it's Dawn and Steve in the morning. Good morning from Moody Radio. Early to bed, early to rise. Dawn is here with blue hair. Now there's a surprise. Up next is the Devo. Call or text 800-555-7898 to join the conversation. Oh, he's a clever boy this morning. You made her giggle. (laughs) I did. Uh, this, This hair is making me giggle quite a bit. What is that? I keep forgetting I have it. And then, so I had to go to Kentucky, and that's where I was yesterday. Mama's in the hospital, and uh, I had to stop to get some food on the way. I get about three steps away from my car and realize I have blue hair. Now, Uh I am in Kentucky, so I'm just hoping that everybody thinks I'm a rabid Kentucky fan. I'm all in, right? But I go in. And there's a bunch of work guys in there, and it clearly I felt the eyeballs. And I just kind of held my head up high and walked in, and the gals behind the counter were also just smiling. I'm like, I'm fully aware I have blue hair. But I, we live in a society, it really doesn't matter. It, that's true. I did have somebody at the hospital tell me yesterday as I was walking out, she said, I love your hair. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. So there are some that are thinking I should keep the blue hair, but I told them there are too many layers of years of no. No? (laughs) That I would have to work through to keep blue hair. Plus, it fades like within a few days, so the sides are already kind of trying to get back to normal. But I have to keep this for one more weekend because of the play that I'm in. And um, I I just, yeah, it's just kind of one of those seasons. I'm like, just keep going okay <laughs> i don't know how else to process it all but to chuckle and just go yeah i know just gotta roll with it and have yep. as much fun with it as you can i guess my mama i was kind of wondering what she would say i, w- I was gonna <laughs> circle back to your mama i'm glad you did mama is doing it gonna be okay oh steve steve we just don't have that much time yes currently she's okay, okay. um she Good. had gotten an infection and they were afraid it was going to turn into sepsis. Mm. So they, but she was just kind of unresponsive with the high fever. And they, dad had to have her taken by ambulance to the hospital. This happened over the weekend. Um, my bro- stepbrother was telling me yesterday, we really thought we were going to lose her Saturday. Mm. Uh, so it's been a whole thing. Um, but the antibiotics worked. She's okay. Now that's all well and good. Mom has dementia. Yeah. So there's that playing into it. The overall hard thing for me is me not being close enough to take care of my mom is just more than my little human brain can process and my heart. So, yeah, there's all that. All that. All that. Well, what did mom think of blue hair? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about the fun part. Um, I... She didn't say anything at first. And I said, so, Mom, what do you think about the blue hair? And she goes, yeah, that's kind of cool. And I said, (laughs) do you want me to bring my blue dye? Because her hair is white. It would take really well to her hair. I said, do you want me to bring the blue dye? And we could be twins. And she said, well, that would be fun, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) This this, in dementia world, this tells you how close my mom and I are. That she would just think, you know, now I would never do it. And she would be like, what'd you do the minute I did it? But I just thought that was the sweetest thing for her to say. Well, that would be cool, wouldn't it? And and even dad, this tells you how stressed they are. He said nothing. 
just you know <laughs> yeah kind of a dismissive something about blue hair and my stepbrother he was chuckling about it because we come from the same generation that this is just not a thing some of the nurses were like okay so it's just i don't know it's fascinating now, to watch people did you feel the need to explain to people that i'm going to play my character as the blue hair or could you just like roll with it and just be like Think whatever you want to think. I don't care. You're going to be so proud of me. You didn't over-explain? I did not. I know. Shocking, wow. isn't it? Yep. It is shocking. <laughs> I, I, It's kind of an exercise in let's see if you can do this. And sure enough, I didn't. I don't think anybody at the hospital, no, I think only my family knows why my hair is blue. Okay. I said nothing to no one. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's I am a little impressed right now. Out of care, that's a little Ethel P. Savage of you. <laughs> I'm growing up. I'm growing up. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> well, as we grow, God shows us, teaches us things about himself. And sometimes it's uh, fascinating to see the spiritual insight that he gives us, those spiritual eyes that he gives. And uh, I know you're going to take us to Matthew 13. We're going to look at that just a little bit this morning. And that's what Matthew 13 verse 16 says. But blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. When you became a Christ follower, you became a Christian, God gave you spiritual insight. He gave you spiritual hearing so you could begin experiencing his presence and his activity all around you. And the Holy Spirit helps you to develop these spiritual senses as you walk with him, even joking about not having to over-explain. It's, it's all part of trusting him in the season that you're in. Spiritual sensitivity to God is a gift. It's a gift. At first, it has to be accepted, then exercised. So it grows. Scripture indicates that those who are spiritually dead, they cannot see. They cannot understand spiritual things. Matthew 13, we're still in the context of that chapter, just backing up a couple of verses in 14 and 15. Without spiritual eyes, you can be right in the midst of a mighty act of God and not recognize it. And then there's this radical difference between seeing your surroundings from a human perspective and seeing life through spiritual eyes. Non-Christians, they're gonna see world events around them and become confused. Easily done, there's a lot going on. And then you might look at the same events and recognize the activity of God, and you can then adjust your life to Him following him. When you meet a person who is seeking God, you're going to recognize the convicting work of the Holy Spirit and adjust your life to God's activity. Romans 3. Someone without spiritual perception, though, is going to encounter that same person and not grasp the eternal significance of what is happening in the person's life. Others, they might hear of new philosophies, new trends, societies doing their thing and not know how to discern the truth. But you, you as a Christ follower with his spirit in you, you're going to hear God's voice over the din of the world's voices, and you're going to keep your bearings in the midst of confusing circumstances. That's why we have to speak truth of our lives every day, letting the truth of God's word define who we are and how we follow him. Sin, it dulls your senses. Ultimately, 
leaving you spiritually blind, spiritually deaf. (laughs) So we don't want that to be pervasive in our lives. Don't be content with merely seeing with your physical eyes, hearing with natural ears, and not sensing what God is doing. Ask Him. Ask God through the power of the Holy Spirit to sensitize you to His activity because it truly is all around you. Matthew 13, that is where we started this morning, verse 16. And in the context of this, we've gone to Matthew 13, a few more verses there, and Romans 3. The devotional, I'm heading over to our Facebook page right now to post it there so you can grab it. Or you can text the word Devo, D-E-V-O, and you know the number, 800-555-7898. It is Dawn and Steve in the morning, Moody Radio. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the Morning. On YouTube today, Andrea and Gabe Olson's video drops to talk about the Beer God book series. Don't forget to click the bell and subscribe at youtube.com forward slash at Dawn and Steve. So glad you're with us. It's a quarter after right there. It's 15 and uh, it's good to be back in the studio. I was telling my husband last night, I think I was gone, I don't know what, 27, 28 hours, uh, but for for just ease. I was gone 24 hours, but I felt like I was gone 24 days. It just felt like it was a long time. Well, it has been a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, between today right. and a week and a half ago, you've been in the studio once? Twice now. Twice today makes twice. <laughs> exactly. It just, yeah. It. I know. It's you've just been one of those seasons. Us. It feels like it. It feels like it. But not enough, evidently, for you to not take shots at me. Well, the, what? That's my opportunity to do it. You're not here to defend yourself. <laughs> it, it wasn't even what I heard about on the air yesterday. A friend was telling me, no, 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 no. It wasn't that. It was you last night through your wife saying, don't forget my AARP card when I go to dinner tonight. Well, you guys were going to go to dinner at, okay, here's the deal. Yes. 4.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Who goes to dinner at 4.30 p.m.? People who want to spend time who with friends. has blue hair? Demographically speaking, of these two questions. People who want to spend time with friends and have an early bedtime. So if I want to go to dinner at, let's say, 5.30, which would be more normal. Is that what you're saying? Six? More so, yeah. Okay, then I have like an hour. If I'm And, and I would rather spend a couple, three hours with my friends. And so, yeah, if I'm going to sleep... So I don't like so crab at you guys. <laughs> so overrated. So, so I don't. Okay, I'm not going down that road. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm going to call you out on that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. No. I am once again protecting you guys from crabby me if I don't get sleep. It's just not pretty. Okay. And you know that. Which is why I said to Susie last night, tell Steve he has to work with me in the morning. So I would be very nice if I were him. <laughs> I'll be very, I'll play nice. Very good. I'll stay on my side of the sandbox here. And go ahead and stay on the edge of exhaustion. It's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, then kind of, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. It's hard when you've got youngins and you've got schedules to keep. And I know. I, and that is one of the challenges mm-hmm. of this season of life, you know, for us is it, there's work and there's church and there's kids and there's just a lot of stuff. It is. And trying to do all those things and do them well means often something gives and often that something is sleep. Mm-hmm. I know it's probably not the best thing. Well. 
But there are so many other good things. You know, you don't want to shortchange work, don't want to shortchange church, don't want to shortchange family, don't want to shortchange the Bible study. Don't so sleep goes. You That's do wonder though sometimes. It and, and this is only because I've already been through that season yeah. with all the different ministries and family and kids and sports and um but at some point I really sensed that the Lord was saying, Hey, why don't you lay your schedule out before me and let me show you? Yeah. Because even though you're in some really good things and, you know, you're doing ministry within the walls of the church, um, I I do have something to say. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, you do, Lord? I, I don't <laughs> you know I'm tongue in cheek right now. But yeah. yeah, true enough. It's it's hard because it does feel like it all is necessary. But that's a good challenge for us to take each and everything to the Lord, to ask him what he would have us do to really try and connect with the heart of the Father. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the Morning. We're glad you're here. Call or text 800-555-7898 to speak to the lady with blue hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, that, that would be the number to call. And by the way, yes, you need to put some pictures Oh, do I? Online, on the Facebook page, or be ready okay. to text them. Because while you were out yeah. yesterday, because we were talking about the fact that you had blue hair on Monday when you're here, I, yeah. and listeners were like, where are the pictures of the blue hair? Okay. So uh, you got to you gotta get one ready. Should I just... Th- uh, okay. We had, on one of the dress rehearsal nights, a, a professional photographer came, and I just got them this oh, morning. Yeah. So I, and I don't have time to go through them all, but let me get like one of those because her camera is amazing, that kind of thing. Um, Now I will say that if I think my personal page is, I I hate to say this, rather public. So if you did go on Facebook to Don Ray May, R-A-E-M-A-Y, you're going to see like when friends and family come to the show. So if... If you don't want to wait for me to get them to the Don and Steve in the Morning page, you could always go stalk it. <laughs> stalk You'll find the blue it there. Hair. Yeah. Yeah. You can stalk the blue hair on um, Don Ray May's Facebook page. Well, you're very uh, bold to put that out there. I know. All right. And I, I hesitate to do that because often if you ask to friend me and I don't know you, I I won't just because I'm still trying to keep my personal page my personal page. Yeah. Now, if you tell me, hey, I, you know, I'm part of the Don and Steve in the morning family, then that, that'll give me context. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I get it. Hey, you, you but... on the other hand, <laughs> don't even bother. You yeah. won't find Steve Hiller. You just, yeah. I, I, mean, I tried stalking Does it you, exist? It yes. Do I do anything with it? Uh, hardly ever. Oh, yeah, I can really. tell you when something happens on your page is when, I tag pictures your and tag me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's when it happens. So most all photos, most of them that are on that page within the last three years, I have taken and I've tagged you and Susie in them. And th- you're welcome. There you go. That's how you can track any updated pictures <laughs> from my family is because you have been involved yep. in that. Yeah. Well, you uh, speaking of my family, you were just talking a few minutes ago about the fact that you're we're going to go to dinner early tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I like was not going to go there. On the air, but, but you, you opened the door. Well, I he mean, he opened the door. So, uh, the argument that was put forth as to why we were going to go to dinner at four thirty <laughs> was because I've got to go to bed early. Yep. Because I have to get up early to go to work. Yep. Somebody, one of the two of us, is not going to be here Thursday morning. Right. And <laughs> that 
<laughs> person has gray hair, not blue hair. I, and so... I changed dinner time to five. Uh, yeah, you pushed it back a whole 30 minutes. I did. Uh, yeah. You can still bring the AARP card for that. <laughs> but <laughs> but the, the, the point being, I, I feel like you uh, your whole argument just lost its its weight yes. as it relates to dinner tonight. And no. Now, normally, uh-huh. I, I kind of get it. And the longer I've done this job, the more I understand why you have become so protective of evenings. You know, I, I don't think I'm all you're the learning, way where you are you? yet. But I know, but I, you're learning. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm much closer to that than I than I used to be. <laughs> Three admittedly. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> when I would just look at you and laugh and disbelief and I'm like, no, okay, oh, three years in, I'm, I'm getting it. I, I felt I'm the there. eye roll. I didn't yeah. see it, but I felt the eye roll over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, why five o'clock dinner tonight when you're not here tomorrow? So there is still something about the rhythm of what you do that I will give out. I will totally get so sleepy about eight o'clock and it won't matter and I'll just want to go home and crawl. Face plant the lasagna. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That. So I want to be very present because I, these four of us, you know, one lives in Michigan, one I never get to see because we now work different jobs, and um, and then Susie, Susie and I get to see each other a couple times a month anyway. Um, but I want to be very present. This is the team, if you will, that went to Savannah in November, and I haven't got to spend time with them since. Okay. And I just wanted to be awake and not going, oh, y'all, I just can't help it. I'm I'm exhausted. I got to go. This is why. I get it. I want to be present. I I appreciate that. And that's uh, good. That's a good good reason. (laughs) That is a good reason. The fact that I've got to get up early on Thursday. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, but present. I'm with you on that one. Ha. That's See, good. there's a, usually a method to my badness. I kind of have a calculated reason for just about everything. <laughs> and if not, I'll think it through until I get one. You'll come up with one mm-hmm. later. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Hey, it is so good, though, to be in this studio today. I am grateful that you are with us. Chris, thanks for your text this morning. Getting ready to go read that, brother. 800-555-7898. Anytime you want to join the conversation on this National Peanut Butter Day. Thanks for being with us. Why not take Dawn and Steve with you wherever you go? You can listen to Dawn and Steve in the afternoon if you like. Download the Moody Radio app. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the morning. Hey, we are glad that you are here on this Wednesday morning. You're still giggling uh-huh. about something. I am. What's that? <laughs> I'm giggling at Briggs as he emphasizes Dawn and Steve in the morning. Oh, Dawn. To, is he trying to get out of the doghouse? I think he is. Yeah. Uh, Scott told me I've got to emphasize things in a greater manner, and I thought your name was appropriate. <laughs> the, the, Especially exactly. since I'm in the studio today. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I feel so. It's interesting it, because, you know, you have vacation time, and you take it, and then you're like, man, I, it's just weird not being here. Yeah. So, I, it's, well, yeah. As much of a hard time as I'm giving you. I'm glad you're back today. Thank you. It is way more fun with you here than <laughs> same. And that that's yeah. that goes for when you guys are out too. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I know that if Briggs is out, we you know bring the team back to two. And but w- when you're out, dude, I, I've made no secret. I just sulk. <laughs> well, listeners have actually called you out on that. Yes, which kind of cracks me up. Yes, <laughs> and I, I'm just like, yep, I'm gonna own it. 
It's fine. I don't like it when you're not here. Right. It's fine when I go on vacation. It is not fine. <laughs> when you go well, we want to say, say thank you for visiting us. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it is, isn't it, Freaks? I know. Well, it is. It's always a joy when all of us are here. That's right. Present accounted for. Well, we are, like I said, glad that you're here. And as you say, there's something about presence. And uh, there's uh, a really cool, cute little story came across having to do with a dog and the dog's presence when a baby's life was in jeopardy. I don't know if you uh, guys saw this. Just a a cool story. There's a baby who was stuck in a house fire. I'm going to cry. But the uh, family dog, the dog's name is Blue. Yes. Would not leave that baby's side. Bless. On February 21st, this fire breaks out in a multifamily home in Detroit. Mm. And it starts in this unit below where this family is. And very quickly, the whole building starts to fill with smoke. The downstairs tenants, they come running upstairs to tell everybody, hey, the fire started down there. You got to get out. Black smoke had already filled both the units. Mm. The fire is quickly spreading upstairs over the house next door. And this little one-year-old is stuck in a playpen inside the house when the firefighters arrive. But the family dog, Blue... Refused to leave the house. Way to go, Blue. And was barking and alerted the rescuers as to where that little baby was. I can't. So even though the family lost almost everything in the fire, all people and Blue are healthy. They got out and everybody's okay. Now, it looks like, uh, is there a cat involved in this too? Yeah, his best friend, (laughs) Blue's best friend is a cat. And the cat could not go to the hotel because there was no room in the inn for the cat. Smokey. The Smokey. Oh, I'm how, telling you, right? Yeah. What Come a name. on. But it's true. And so Smokey has been around the damaged house and they go and check on the cat every now and then. I guess there's the difference between a cat that can survive and, and blue. But I just, wow. This is, this is a story I need not remind you. That four years ago, I would not have understood. I would have been like, yeah, way to go, Blue. Now, you know I'm a wreck when it comes to dogs. And, of course, babies. I mean, that goes without saying for, uh, yeah, Yeah. just precious. I'm so glad this turned out okay. Everybody's safe, including Blue and Smokey the Cat. And, no, it was not either of their fault. A kid was playing with a lighter. Yeah. And that's how the fire got started. Put your lighters away.